0: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Now, the very thing we've been talking about nonstop
1: for the past weeks and Sunday, <laughs> uh, Taylor Swift yes. and this Sunday's football game.
2: I know. I saw this when I woke up this morning, the first thing I, so I have all these notifications that come in on my phone. And one of them was from TMZ. That was like, Taylor Swift will be at the Jets game on, for, on Sunday. And I'm like, what? Wow. So yeah, NFL, it's happening on Sunday. The Kansas city chiefs are taking on the New York jets at MetLife stadium. And everyone is expecting Taylor to be there because She has a house in New York City.
3: Of
1: course.
2: Yep, she's got a place there. And you know what's crazy, Jeff, is that ticket sales, so like single-day ticket sales for Chiefs games the day that she was there, like they sold more tickets for future games in that one single day than they had like ever in franchise history. Really? Or something. It was like some ridiculous stat like that. So, of course. And the
1: off chance she might be there. And
2: the off chance that they will get a glimpse of her at some sort of future game. Right. Yeah. So, on the most recent podcast, which dropped yesterday. So, uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey have a podcast that they put out. It's on Spotify. It's on YouTube. So, you can kind of see a video of it. So, yesterday, he talked a little bit about Taylor. And you know what? He was like, it was pretty ballsy for her to show up at the game last week. He said, you know what? I just thought it was awesome how everybody in the suite really had nothing but great things to say about her. My friends and family. She just looked amazing. Everybody was talking about her in such a great light, and on top of that, you know what? The day went perfect for us Chiefs fans. He says, you know what? We really do script it all, ladies and gents. It was just impressive.
1: Yeah, because prior to Sunday, everybody was talking about the potential Taylor Swift curse.
2: Yes, that's the truth. Because um, a lot of the stadiums where she played over the past like year, a lot of the f- teams lost
1: their, their first, first game, game out. out yeah.
2: Including... The Kansas City Chiefs.
1: But then when she showed up, to, oh. that's the key. To break the curse, she's got to show up and actually watch the game. Yeah,
2: it's been nuts. I mean, this it feels like it is just everywhere and it's not going away. Anyway, away anytime soon. But they did show video too when I was watching TMZ this morning. They showed video of the two of them at their after party they had at the restaurant. She had her arm around him. There was like video of somebody taking it from the street. She had her arm around his neck. She evidently got to meet a lot of the people from the team, including Patrick Mahomes. So it looks like, I mean, this is like... She really
1: does go for all types, I guess, huh? Yeah. I mean, when you look at her history, man,
2: Mm-hmm. She's dated a lot of different kinds of people.
1: Yeah, just when you think you've kind of figured out her type, you're like, uh, no. But then, you know, you either have that person who goes for the same type all the time, or you got that person who, I don't know, if, if, if it doesn't work out, then they end up going for the polar opposite.
4: hmm
1: Like, which person are you? Have you always kind of gone for the same type? Yes, yeah, see, I've always gone for different types. Because, uh, I i mean, it's easy for me to be attracted to... I mean, <laughs> this, this is going to come out wrong, but it's easy for me to be attracted to anyone. Yeah. I, well, I don't have are. any one particular yeah. type. So, you know, just because I've... I may have dated two blondes in my past. Don't make the mistake of assuming that, you know, I only went. your thing. Right.
2: Yeah, that makes sense. Most guys are like that, though. I feel like most guys will date anyone that shows them attention. And then it's like once they get to know that person a little more, they're like, oh, yeah, they're not for me. Right. Or I don't like that about her or whatever it is. But I feel like women do fall into mostly, like, types.
1: Yeah. But not her, man. Mm -hmm. Not Taylor Swift.
2: I still am just having so much trouble believing this. It's just so public. You know? But look
1: how it's benefiting them both. Like, all we're oh, doing yeah. is talking about them. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, it's totally plausible that it's all calculated. And I mean, if it is, if I just, I that, like, I knew that kind of thing went on back in the golden age of movies, like in the 1940s and 50s when actors were contract players for the studios. And, you know, they had entire departments at the studios that were dedicated to the machine of publicity and that was basically consisting of like pairing up celebrities and making oh, yeah. sure they were seen. But I kind of thought that went away, you know, that they, that it was just more like, you know, people date who they want to date, but I guess not. I mean, I guess that still kind of goes on because I, really I have a know. hard time buying it too.
2: Yeah. But I don't really know what she is benefiting from it. Because she already is just so
1: massive. Like, what can Travis Kelsey do for her, really? Right.
2: I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, and, and is she doing this to be a nice person to Travis Kelsey because no. he loves? What, like a mercy date? Loves attention. Right. Or does she really like him?
1: I. Sh- that's that's why I keep coming back to like,
2: well, why would she be doing this? <laughs>
1: right. I mean, oh. the, you know, the pessimist automatically goes for oh my god you know this is so staged whatever
2: yeah but i mean it, it just feels so staged riding off together into the sunset in a convertible with a top down
1: right well we'll see how long it lasts yeah and uh we're gonna take a quick break we got a bunch of other stuff we're gonna talk about here now the writer's strike is over the late night talk shows will all be coming back and why Kevin Bacon rejected his footloose fame. This is the Jeff and
0: Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: Please feel confident on your second date with help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an
1: art. Angelina Jolie, who is in transition. What do you mean by transitioning? Uh, Angelina Jolie says she's in transition as a person. And is, quote, still understanding who I am at the age of 48.
2: So this is from her Vogue magazine cover, Jeff. I was just looking it up, and she's never looked more beautiful. I mean, she's still just as stunning. She's stunning. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I guess they're, you know, promoting the launch of her fashion house. Adelier, is that how you pronounce it? I believe
2: so, yeah. I mean,
1: you speak French. Yeah. Adelir Jolie. Mm Mm-hmm but she said you know i've been feeling a bit down these days i don't feel like i've been myself for a decade in a way which i don't want to get into
2: yeah which that's, that's all <laughs> I we read want, that i'm like that's, what that's all we want to hear about right now like what uh, what's going on but isn't this kind of like it's been a decade since she and brad kind of have been going through all of this. I mean, it's been a long time. They just finalized, what was it, earlier this year or late last year?
1: Yeah, and it was ugly.
2: Yeah, I mean, they were fighting over the kids. They were fighting over that wine place. Oh, the winery,
1: um, yeah, Miraval. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as part of her transition, I guess she started taking fewer film roles about seven years ago and only takes jobs that don't require long photo shoots. Yeah, you know, I mean, the breakup of a marriage or or any relationship, I guess, can, can take its toll. But I think about, like, when she said she's not, you know, she's been feeling a bit down and she hasn't been feeling like herself for a decade, which is about as long as this divorce battle has been going on with Brad. You know, have you ever been in a relationship where, there are just ugly parts of you that come out that you just you never thought existed. Oh yeah. Where there's something about the dynamics of this relationship that just brings out the worst in me. Mm-hmm. Or there's something about this person that just triggers the worst qualities in me.
2: Yes, yeah, like you did not know that you had you were capable of saying and doing the things that you were doing. Right. And, but you are like, but you're doing them.
1: Right, and uh, you know, who do we blame that on? Like, do we blame that on the other person, or was it inside of us the whole time? So, I mean, that—that's what I'm wondering. If that's what she means when she says, "I don't feel like I've been myself for a decade. I've been feeling my, you know, feeling that." I mean, it could have nothing to do with Brad, or he could just be one mm-hmm. part of all of that. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I read something like that, and I think to myself, like, God, you're so. Beautiful and wealthy, <laughs> you know, like you seemingly on the surface have everything. Like what could possibly oh, yeah. be getting you down? And I know that's naive and money doesn't buy you happiness. I intellectually I understand all of that. Um, but I guess she's been putting a lot of time and effort these days into this new fashion house of hers, Adelir Jolie. And she says it's been really therapeutic for her to work in a creative space with people you trust and to rediscover yourself. And she said, I'm hoping to change many aspects of my life. And this is the forward facing one. So that's, that's great. That's Mm -hmm. good. I, I'm happy to hear that.
2: Don't you wonder though, when you watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith, so many years ago. Love that movie. And you saw that. the passion that the two of them had for each other, and, yes. that, and that kind of feels like that launched their relationship, essentially. Totally. But like as much passion as they had, like that, do they take that passion and equally use it against each
1: other? Yes. And I believe absolutely, positively, yes. I do
2: too. That's and 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 I recognize that within myself Where because it can be I've really been the same way before. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, Yeah.
1: totally. I was, too, years and years long before I ever walked down the aisle. Mm -hmm. There was someone who just, I I, I don't know what it was, but it was that similar type of passion for better and ultimately worse. Oh, yeah. So it's it's good that we're not together.
2: (laughs) Yeah, same. Well, and I think that it's a real reality check when you finally remove yourself from the situation as well. Right. you're just like whoa wow yeah all right. Well, Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom, they're being accused of trying to evict a dying Army veteran from his home in Montecito, California.
1: Now, why would they do that?
2: So I re- i feel like I remember hearing about this story and it was like all the praises for Orlando Bloom because he was allowing this dying Army veteran to stay in their home while he until he passed away and then they were going to move in at that point or something. Like, I feel like I remember oh, that being. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that now being that like you a- bring it. That being like a positive story, well, now it's taken a bit of a turn. Evidently, this 83-year-old Army veteran is coming out and saying that he was actually under, uh, he has like a brain disorder called Huntington's disease, and he was actually under a lot of medication when he actually sold the house to Katie in Orlando. So he's saying that he was on a ton of painkillers for his back surgery. He's saying that he wasn't mentally sound enough to sign the contract when he sold the house to them and now it looks like Katie is going to have to go to court tomorrow because they kind of want this guy to know that like hey when you pass you're going like you're done this is our house not yours
1: because of the deal they because of the signed deal
2: that they had signed. Right. Yeah. But this is crazy too though, Jeff, because Katie Perry is getting a lot of bad publicity. She's like, you know, you remember we were talking about how she was suing that lady in Australia with the same name, but she spells it K A T I E Perry and she's like a fashion designer.
1: Yeah. Same name, different spelling. Right. And she wants to market her fashions using her own name, which I get. That's your name. Which your is name is Katy Perry. Katy
2: Perry, right. And so our Katy Perry, well not our, but pop singer Katy Perry is saying, no, I want the trademark on that name. She's also getting a huge reputation as being the mean judge on American Idol, which we've seen too, where she kind of like makes fun of people or she'll say something and then have to apologize for it after the fact.
1: Oh, I, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Hmm. But is she like taking on more of a Simon Cowell role? I, you know, on that show?
2: I think that some of it might be like lost in translation humor, where sometimes when you say things about people, it's not funny or. Or everybody thinks it's funny, but we're not allowed to say that it's funny. So I think sometimes Katie gets in a little trouble with some of the things that she says.
1: We talk about the dynamics in the room. You know, when people talk about, say, for instance, the chemistry on on our show, you know, we're all different. Like, we're all different personalities. And I don't know, maybe the reason it's lasted this long is because we sort of balance each other out in a way. Mm -hmm. Like, if it was just all or too much of one of us or you know, two curmudgeons, like it was just me and Tim or just you and Jen, or, you know, like that might be tough for a lot of people to take. And so like between the four of us, there's some balance there. So I'm wondering if like when Simon left that that American Idol franchise, if the producers felt there was a need for someone to be like, okay, you know, not everybody has to fawn over these contestants, especially when they suck. Like, well, not grumpy, but like somebody's got to be honest with these people. Yes. And so who wants to take that on?
2: Katy Perry. Right. Well, it's not going to be Luke Bryan or Lionel Richie. It doesn't feel like either of them are kind of like, I don't know. But do you remember when Katy Perry got in trouble was because there was a woman that was on there, and I can't remember how many kids she had, but she made some sort of comment along the lines of like, well, you've been busy. Because there was a younger woman that had a lot of children and she came on oh. and was like, well, you've been busy or something along those lines. So she took a lot of heat for oh, that. Oh, did she? But I mean, I think that's like I'm saying, that's one of the things where even the contestant kind of laughed it off. But then after the fact, when it aired, it was a thing.
1: Right. I don't know. Would you have taken offense to that?
2: I mean, I, been I
1: don't busy? know. I would yeah, I'd be like,
2: busy. Yeah, you're right. I got five kids. I'm of course. I'm five or, yeah. or whatever, you know. I am busy. I'm busy with my
1: children all the time. Right. All right, well, in other E! News this morning, now that the writer's strike is over, late-night television is coming back. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert, all coming back Monday night. John Oliver's Last Week Tonight returns to HBO on Sunday. Real Time with Bill Maher is returning Friday night on HBO. The Daily Show will also be returning, but not until October 16th. Uh, that show will have guest hosts through the rest of the year and a permanent one next year. So we have that to look forward to.
3: Oh,
2: yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, It'll be fun to see those guys come out of, like, and I'm sure they've just been sitting on a ton of you really good... You would think,
1: like, were they at any material. point, like, were they jotting down notes? Were they coming up with stuff? Or were they just, like, so busy walking the picket lines that they? Oh, yeah. now it's hard to kind of get back into it because it's like a muscle that you flex. I wonder if you're a little you know, comedically out of shape. And mm-hmm. It's going to take some time for them to bring it back at full speed.
2: Well, do you, I mean, they would be having a field day right now with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. No doubt. I mean, they would be just all about it. I'm sure we're going to hear some of that, though. For real. All right, so BuzzFeed put together a list of celebrities whose crushes might surprise you a little bit, and there's, like, a huge list. But when you were speaking about late-night television, I thought I would talk about this one, David Letterman. It looks like Blake Lively has always had a secret crush on
1: him. Well, I've seen her on David Letterman, you know, despite the fact David Letterman has been off the air. His talk show has been off the air for a while. Uh, But whenever she would make an appearance, I mean, there was always some great chemistry there. She always seemed like she was genuinely having a good time. So I believe that.
2: Yeah. Uh, Meryl Streep has always had the hots for Will Ferrell.
1: Now, that's really funny because Meryl (laughs) Streep is this incredibly talented, legendary Academy Award-winning actress. Mm-hmm. So to go for someone as goofy and silly as Will Ferrell is kind of funny to me.
2: Yeah, it also makes me feel like you can never trust anything he says. Right. And as well as you can't ever take him seriously. Like, how could you ever be in a relationship with that guy? Because you're like, are you being serious right now? Or mm-hmm. I can't tell. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, Dolly Parton and Nicole Kidman got the hots for Jimmy Fallon, which is one I don't always understand.
1: No, but I've seen, I have seen Nicole Kidman flirt with Jimmy Fallon on that set.
2: Oh. Big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember some videos of that too.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh, Ariana Grande and Doja Cat got the hots for Jim Carrey.
1: Well, he's very funny.
2: Of course. Fittison, Ryan Reynolds, and James Marsden all got the hots for Helen Mirren, which I am here for. I
1: think she is just hot. Same.
2: She's what, 80-something, 70-something? Oh, she,
1: I don't know if she's that old. But, I thought
2: she was, but she's got, oh, is she? I mean, she's hot.
1: Yeah she, yeah, she is, and she's regal, and she's incredibly talented, and she's just, I mean, she's got it going on. She just knows how to handle herself in any situation.
2: Oh, totally. Uh, Scarlett Johansson she's has-
1: She's got, sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. She's got gravitas. You know what I mean? Like, she just, mm-hmm. you could feel that, that heavy in the room when she walks in because she's got the experience and the talent to back it up and the grace and everything that comes along with it, and that's really attractive no matter how old you are.
2: Yeah, and she can also be funny, too. Which I enjoy. Yeah, she she does it all. Uh, Scarlett Johansson's got the hots for Gordon Ramsay, which is another person. I always feel like he's just mad all the time, so I don't know if I could date him. Uh And then James Corden has the hot for Hillary Clinton. Really? I know. Isn't that weird? I just saw a video, uh, I think it was over the weekend, that James Corden and Harry Styles were on one of those double bikes, riding bicycle on a double bike in London. (laughs) (laughs)
1: that's funny
2: let me grab a loss he's got her all choked up james gordon
1: uh i saw one on this list that it it surprised me but it doesn't surprise me so jennifer lawrence her celebrity crush she confessed to having a a crush on larry david oh
2: yeah what is
1: he's not young either i mean he's got to be you know pushing 80 himself he looks like he's Somewhere in his 70s. And he's
2: always grumpy, too. And he's
1: always grumpy. But here's the thing about...
2: He's 76.
1: He's 76. Okay. But here's the thing about Jennifer Lawrence is if you if you look at all of the other actors and celebrities that she's fangirled over... Oh, yeah. She's got a type, man. You want to talk about a type besides Larry David... She lost her mind the, the time, remember, when she met Jack Nicholson?
2: Oh, yeah, at, like, an after-party for, like, the Oscars or something. Yeah. And she freaked.
1: She freaked over Al Pacino. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Robert Tenet, like, these older guys. Now, granted, they're legendary actors, so maybe she's fangirling over them the way that uh, Ryan Reynolds and 50 Cent and I would fangirl over Helen Mirren.
2: Yeah, which, by the way, I looked her up. She's 78.
1: Oh, Helen Mirren yeah. is 78? 78,
2: okay. man. Yeah. She is rocking it.
1: She looks fantastic. She well, does. and you know, Jane Fonda is over 80 oh, now, and yeah. she looks amazing.
2: She's hot, too. Right. I mean, I feel like any of the people on this list I would fangirl over either way.
1: Holy crap. I just I realized know, it's almost like, 7 o'clock. Sorry. I know. I got
2: to tell you one more thing. Yeah. Gold, Golden Bachelor tonight, premiere. Sweet. 8 o'clock, ABC.
1: Okay. Isn't that crazy? The most eligible bachelor in the country right now is 72 <laughs> years old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, that's your latest T e news
2: trend, man. Yeah. We're going older.
0: Uh, we got more for you coming up after. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
5: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning? Thank you. I'm good. How about yourself? Excellent.
2: All right, Tammy, here we go. Three headlines, two fake, one real. You get the real headline, and you are going to go shopping at Torbs with the $100 gift card and get all of your fall gardening needs done. So is the real headline A, someone strapped a Halloween mask to their seat to use the carpool lane? Is it B, someone stole a vacuum filled with angry hornets? Or is it C? Someone was arrested for repeatedly calling Victoria's secret and asking to speak to Victoria, demanding to know her secret. Um, Let's go with C. It's not, C. that's the only one that was actually fake. The other two are real, the Halloween and the vacuum.
1: So there were two headlines that were real.
2: Yeah, switching it up some.
1: All right, well, let's start with the first one. Someone in Philadelphia stole a shop vac from the bed of a pickup truck last Thursday. Okay, but the real story is what was inside the vacuum. There were hundreds of angry hornets.
2: No way. Uh,
1: The truck, as it happens, belonged to a guy named Don Shump. Don Shump owns a pest control business called Philadelphia Bee Company. So he had just removed a hornet's nest from someone's property and used a shop vac to suck up a bunch of them.
2: Oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah, so he posted about it on Facebook saying... To the poor soul who lifted the shop vac out of the back of my truck. Just wanted to give you a heads up. Can you imagine? Whoever it was that that grabbed this grabbed a
5: shop vac that was filled with several hundred hornets. And not just the workers, they had a preponderance of Queens. I've oh. joked for years that, you know, I don't need to lock my vehicle and the bees and wasps afford a certain degree of a, a, a bit of a safety net. Yeah, th- this is one where of all the vacuums in all the trucks that they could have grabbed, they, I think they grabbed the wrong one. Wow.
4: Mm-mm.
5: I yeah. wonder if you
2: could hear them. You think you could hear them like in the shop buzzing? Oh, or, you had to you be able to think. hear it. Yeah. I mean,
1: I assume what the, the minute they detected that, you know, there might be something dangerous inside the shot Maybe they just abandoned it or,
2: yeah,
1: I don't know. You would S- hope so. Somebody waltzes into an emergency room with a bunch of hornet stings. Meanwhile, a state trooper in Washington State posted a pic after someone was caught using a, the carpool lane with a Halloween mask strapped to their passenger seat. Basically, they just sort of looped it around the top of the passenger seat and then draped a vest around the seat to make it look more like a person.
2: I'm sure if you um, had one of those pictures, like, you know, how sometimes they take pictures of you in the carpool lane. It might look valid.
1: Yeah. Unless you only glanced, it wouldn't fool anyone. And we found the mask online and Spirit Halloween sells it. It's a white mask with glowing orange wires across the mouth. So it looks like the lips are sewn shut. Uh, but It failed. The driver was cited for an HOV violation, and in Washington, in the state of Washington, the minimum fine for an HOV violation is $186. However, if you've been caught before and this is not your first offense, then it goes up to $336.
2: Oh, man, that's a lot.
1: I think in the state of Massachusetts, it's like 800 something <gasps> They do not mess around. Wow. Yep. That's and, a
2: big fine. And
1: they got, they've got cops in some parts, like... Like when you come to the end of the HOV lane, they've got cops that are stationed. So as they see you coming off of it, if you don't have another occupant, uh, they'll spot you and they kind of leapfrog. There's maybe two or three cops in a row that just. Oh, they'll pull you over? Yeah, usually state troopers. It is 22 after 7 with Jeff and Jen at Q102. Coming up, a classic second date update. You might have missed the first time around, but it's new to you.
0: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
1: Listeners, I mean, you know, we've been at this now for over 20 years, and we were trying to come up with a way that we could really sort of showcase and repay the listeners who have just been so supportive of us over the years. You know, they, I mean, we consider a lot of them family. We know a lot of them by name. Uh, We can identify uh, some of you by your voice. And You know, we just, we have so many opportunities to do stuff and get together that we thought we would just form an all-inclusive club. Yeah. And we know there's a lot of listeners out there who maybe we don't have the opportunity to interact with as often as we'd like, but uh, that's why we set up this online application as sort of a way to get to know you and understand your history with the show, your likes, your dislikes, and you know, the things that make you, you. So we started the Best Friend Club and We have an application online at WKRQ.com. And uh, if you're selected as a Friends Club member, it doesn't cost anything to join. It doesn't cost anything to be a part of it. Uh, But you get a sweet Jeff and Jen jersey that you can't buy anywhere else. And if you're selected, you get a phone call from us. And we give you a nice shout-out on the radio. Maybe play a song that you want to hear and, you know, give you an opportunity to say hi. And this morning, let's see, we got... Jenna. Jenna, this is Jenna Rotundo. Welcome to the Best Friends Club, Jenna.
6: Hi, thank you. How are you doing today, Jenna? I am doing even better now that I'm on with you guys. I love my favorite.
2: I know Jeff's going to read some of your stuff from your application, but I wanted to say I really resonated with you because you said, tell us something interesting about yourself. And you said, I won the loudest girl award in the fifth grade. And I still hold that true.
1: That's really funny.
6: Yes. I love yeah. that part. I'm like, you know what? Same. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I will never forget when they were, like, passing out award- awards. I was like, yes, what did I win? Great. And they were like, loudest girl. And I was like, you know what? I'm super proud of this. So I'm going to keep it going.
1: Yep. Now, if you're out somewhere and Fritch walks into the dining room, you know she's there, yeah.
6: man. Woo! I'm here. Yep. Hello. Yeah.
1: So you're getting married next year, huh?
6: Yes, I am. We're getting married in November. Thank you.
1: So what's the story? Tell us how you
0: met. It's
6: actually funny. We uh, were introduced by uh, a mutual friend and uh, I knew that he was going to be mine and I kind of had to work for it, but he finally realized and, uh, we have been together now for almost seven years so, so this we'll be was getting married next November so this
1: was a mutual friend you did not meet on a, on a on a dating app there was no real first contrived date you were just sort of hanging out with friends is that how it started
6: yes yes but I am glad it happened that way because I could tell you a couple of my dates before that I was real nervous uh there wasn't any hope for me on those on those apps
1: so <laughs> when did you know that this is the guy was it like Love at first sight, like when you first laid eyes on him, like how long after you met him did you think, this is the guy?
6: Um, I would say probably as soon as I met him. I saw him and I was like, yep, he's the one. Really? And, uh, yeah, but you know what's funny is he actually, he uh, he was actually already in a relationship at the time, so I had to kind of stand off for a few months and let, let things work out as they did and now we're all happy as can be. But what was
1: it about him? Like, was it his personality? Was it his looks? uh, Was it something, some kind of chemistry or connection you you guys had? What triggered that, that sensation? Yeah,
6: I would say, I would say it was definitely his sense of humor. He's hilarious. Like, he's this big guy. So he's always joking around kind of always talking things. And I remember we were playing, um, we were all playing a game at a house party and I like dunked a ball in, um, in the game. And he like picked me up and like, like kind of like, like threw me up in the air and I was like, okay, I Uh can handle this. (laughs) And, uh, yeah. So I, I just thought this is the kind of energy I like to give to people. I'd like it around me all the time. And, uh, This guy fits. He's the greatest guy I've ever met.
1: Wow. So you said you've been together for seven years and you're getting married next year. Is that right?
6: Yes. Yes. And his name is Rob. He's a very big listener as well. Hi, Rob. What's
1: up, Rob? (laughs) Yeah. And so you're obviously you're saving up for the big days. They're going to be a big wedding.
6: Uh, yeah, we're, we're hoping, uh, you know, it's just him and I paying for it ourselves. So I've right. been, uh, I picked up a second job. He works with adults with developmental disabilities. So he's been picking up extra, um, you know, sh- a shift as well. So we're both just trying to not go in debt on our big day. So we've mm-hmm. been saving up as much as we can. Yeah,
1: that's, that's smart. Uh, and, uh, your, your side hustle, your second job, the way you're saving money is you, uh, you got a job at Don's Creamy Whip in Reading.
6: Yes. I yes love that. Did.
1: We got it in.
2: I love that. Let's go. You <laughs> got
1: it in. at Don's Creamy with. I, I wish love. I would
2: have known that over the weekend because my kid had a um she cheers and they that's where they were. They were at re, in Redding over the weekend. Oh, that's good. where their game was. I could have swapped stopped
6: by.
1: That's great.
6: Oh my goodness. Yes. It's such a wonderful Sounds place. Good. It is so delicious. And you know the best part about having like a little side gig at an ice cream shop is like you know, yes, I'm saving money. But I probably have spent a decent amount on the ice cream again, so I don't really know how good it is for me. I don't know how good it'll be when I try on my dress, but it has been such a fun experience, and I'm so happy I found it.
1: You know, that's great, and I would hope also too, like the planning of the wedding is as much fun because you know when oh, you, so much fun. Yeah, I mean, you know how some people like they get stressed out because there's so many details and they want it to be amazing. It's supposed to be fun. Yeah. And I just, absolutely. I hope you're having fun and planning it. It's
6: supposed to be a good time. Oh, absolutely. We've, we've already made the plans on, it's going to be a pretty, pretty big Cincinnati theme. Spoiler alert. We will have a Cincinnati classic for our reception food. Oh, so we're excellent. very excited. Very
1: nice. Mm. And then yes. uh, when you're not serving up ice cream, it says here that uh, you work just down the street from where I live. You work at Moeller.
6: I do, yes. I work at Muller High School. I love it. Go Crusaders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and can you say what you do there?
6: Um yeah, so I work in one of our business offices. I do compliance um, and human resource kind of things. So. Gotcha. Yeah. Ma-
1: making sure all the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, right?
6: Yes, yes. But I wouldn't have it any other way. I love it. It's a great school, great environment. The boys are boys are pretty good too. So awesome. it's great. Okay.
1: Uh, It says right here, uh, your favorite artist on the radio right now these days is Taylor Swift, which you're not alone.
2: How do you feel about her and and Travis being together? Are you here for it? Let's talk about this.
1: So earlier this morning, Fritz and I were talking about types, how some people go for the same type through all their relationships, you know. And then there are other people who just like they don't seem to have a type. And Taylor Swift is one of those people who she seems to have dated literally all types. How do you feel about Travis Kelsey?
6: Yeah, she's been throwing us curveballs I am here for it uh, Like at my fiance Rob's big football guy as well I always like the big ones with the beards I, I say this is a win You know, Taylor's living her best life right now Right, Let's go for it She's in her football era I'm here for it Okay All right Well,
1: what Taylor Swift song do you want to hear? Let me see if I got it. I probably do. We got a lot of Taylor Swift. I was
6: going to say, how about Auntie hero? Oh, okay.
1: Hero.
2: That's a bit of a change from Cruel Summer, which is the one that I love, too, right All now right. that we play.
6: I do love Cruel Summer, but I always like how she's like, I'm the problem, it's me. Yes, that's <laughs> the
2: truth. She is the problem. She's the problem in Kansas yes. City right now. Her and Travis.
6: Yeah. Yes. So much drama.
2: Did you hear that she's going to be at the Jets versus Chiefs game this weekend? That's the big buzz. Oh, man.
6: Wow. We're hearing that she's
2: going to make her second appearance as Travis Kelsey's
6: girlfriend this weekend at MetLife Stadium. Oh, my goodness. I'm here for it. I need (laughs) all the pictures.
1: (laughs) Well, I'm so glad we had a chance to talk to you.
6: Me too. Thank you guys so much. I love you guys. I've been listening to you guys for years, and I just, you guys make my day. And I'm so I, happy I'm you so didn't happy.
1: end up on Second Date Update because, you know, prior to meeting Rob, you were out there, right?
6: Oh, yes. And I will tell you what, there were times, and I still have stories to this day. That I don't know how it didn't happen. So I am so <laughs> thankful that I dodged that bullet because it could have been really bad. It could have gone
1: one of a 1, thousand that. ways. That's great. <laughs> yes.
6: Oh, well, keep us posted on the wedding,
2: okay? Now that we're besties, we need all the details, all right? Oh, Absolutely. You know
6: I will send
1: them all to you guys. <laughs> all right, Jenna, you need to talk to her off the air, yeah, or are you I, good? Yeah,
2: I just got to tell her one thing about picking up her jersey. All
0: right, welcome to the Best Friends Club, Jenna. Here. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
1: Chase is in need of a second date update. We're going to try to help him out. Hey, Chase, how are you?
5: Hey, I'm doing well. Thank you so much for taking my call. Happy to do it. So tell us all about Kimberly. Yeah, so I met Kimberly over Match, and uh, we ended up going to a really nice dinner at Boca. Oh, wow. You out of the gate, man. Nice. Impressing the lady.
2: I do love Boca.
1: Well, we
5: were there probably two to three hours. It's easy to do. And I thought that she was just, in addition to being very attractive, she was really interesting. How so? I felt like a really strong connection. And for me, that's pretty rare. I don't usually find somebody that I find both very attractive and who shares the same interests as I do. And that's what I felt. What are some of the interests you share? Well, first of all, she was complimenting my clothing, you know, so I know that we have a similar style in terms of fashion, but nice. more than that, it was the subjects that we were talking about. We were talking about our interests and our goals. And mostly she was just asking a lot of questions about my hobbies, which tells me that we have some serious things in common here.
4: I love that when somebody's asking questions. I mean, what's well, kind of iffy about that though, I know that when Jeff finds himself in a miserable or uncomfortable Social situation. His key to keep himself entertained and not have to think too hard is he just asks a lot of questions and lets them talk. Just pelt him with questions. Yes, <laughs> and keep them talking so that you don't really have to offer up much. Nope, just nod your head and pretend you're listening. <laughs> so you're sure I, that I
5: she was that. That is what I'm worried about. I'm worried that you know her interest was actually just boredom or not knowing what to do, Um, but you know, I'm, I'm very hopeful by this. So one thing that gave me a clue was at the end of the day, I walked her to her car and I did not initiate a kiss just because I think that that often puts some undue pressure on the situation. Mm -hmm. Um, But she initiated a hug to me and it was strong. She started that to me was a very good sign. Wow. She said it was strong. I like that. Right. Yeah. And so I told her I would call her. And I, I have a few times, but she has not responded to me in any way. I try not to text just because I think that that's, it, it's too, you know, I, I, if I took you on a date, I want to give you a call. But she just hasn't responded, so I'm, I'm getting a little nervous.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there are people in my life who I tend to play telephone tag with and I get a much faster result if I just text them. Mm-hmm. I know Fritz doesn't like talking on the phone.
2: True. I'd I'd rather, like, if you called me, I will text you back and be like, in a meeting, what's up?
5: Right. Yeah. Yeah. If she texted me, I would definitely text her back. But yeah. after a date, I just think that it's 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 better to call somebody. Fair
1: mm-hmm. enough. What is her situation? Like you were on Match, obviously, because you, you're looking to find someone. Does she? Is she still sort of in the dating phase where she's still auditioning
5: guys, like
2: shopping dudes? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh.
5: To tell, uh, she had said that she had been on a few dates, but I'm not sure what that means. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to pry and start asking about her other relationships. Yeah, uh, you know,
1: but you haven't gone out with anyone else besides her since the date.
5: Not, not in a while. I'm, I'm fairly picky. Um, like I said, it, it's hard for me to find somebody that I find both attractive and interesting and is interested in in what i have to say as well
1: is there a woman out there who you went on a date with recently that is wondering why you're not calling her back right now
5: mm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no uh no i'm very good with communication you know if if i have uh even if i don't feel that there is a, a strong connection if somebody reaches out to me i want to give them that courtesy
1: Hey, okay. Okay. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we'll call Kimberly and see what she thought uh, of her date with you and whether or not she really does share some of your interests. The second date update continues next with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102.
0: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
1: Chase sounds like a relatively picky guy when it comes to people he wants to spend his time with. And there's nothing wrong with that. He's very selective. Met Kimberly on Match, who seemed to check those boxes Chase looks for. She's attractive. She's interesting. Seemed to have a lot of shared interests. The interest she showed on the date, the questions that she asked, lots him, of
4: questions. Seemed
1: very interested. Felt connected to mm-hmm. her. She initiated the kiss at the oh, end hug. of the Oh, hug! I think day. it was oh, just a hug. Sorry. Just a big,
4: firm, solid, squeezy, squeezy hug.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a great description, there, Jen.
4: And- she rubber boobies all over you. We uh- women do that sometimes. <laughs> you don't have to answer. I'm just playing with you. <laughs>
1: I think you oh, flustered Chase. I Did
4: I get flustered talking about boobies? I'm sorry.
5: I,
1: I didn't want to hug and tell. You're such a gentleman, Chase.
4: <laughs> We've had men call. What What was it? Uh, I remember we had one where the reason she didn't call him back because when she hugged him, he said to her, oh, those are real. Didn't he say so? <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, oh, man, like, Damn, those, girl, are those are real. real. Damn, <laughs> yeah. girl, those are real. That's what it was.
1: <laughs> And then
5: she told you to call her, right? I told her that I would call her, um, but, you know, she seemed to be giving me the right signals, and she took that uh, well. She was like, great.
1: Great. Yeah, and okay. so you did more than once. She never called back. That's right. But then here we are. You ready for us to call her?
5: Yes, please. I just I just really want to, to put myself at ease into what's going on here. All
1: right, let's do it. Hello. Hi, can we speak to Kimberly, please? Is this Kimberly?
3: Uh, Yes, who's this?
1: Hi, Kimberly. It's Jeff, Jen, Fritch, and Tim at Q102. How are you this morning? Wait, really? Yeah, you got a few minutes. We're all here. Good morning.
3: Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> this is different.
1: I know. <laughs> yes, it that, is. That's definitely us. <laughs> And we like doing things that are different. But welcome to our show. If you're okay with spending a few minutes talking with us, we'd love to get to know you a little bit. You cool with that? Yeah, sure. But,
3: like, what's this about?
1: Well, it started with a phone call from a guy you went on a date with recently, Chase, who took you to Boca, which is one of my favorite places on Earth. And he had some very complimentary things to say about you. I guess he would like to hopefully in the near future see you again. You might have even reached out once or twice, and you uh, probably just been busy or had other stuff going on, but we wanted to check in and maybe get your thoughts, some feedback on your day with
3: Chase. Uh, Yeah, he's, I mean, he's really nice, super smart, and very interesting.
1: And he sounds like a gentleman. He, he sounds like a solid dude.
3: I mean, he is. He, he definitely is. It's just, he he's kind of a little too out there for me, like, and I, I just don't think we're on the same wavelengths.
1: That's weird, because he he thought that you guys shared a lot of similar interests. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, we do, but he is just really into aliens, like <laughs> to a different level. That's, that doesn't
7: surprise like, me. Well, we're going to tag out, uh, Jen. It's all you. <laughs>
2: hey, <laughs> Let's tag in our resident alien expert, when Jen you Jordan. Say
4: he's really into aliens. Like, Give me some examples.
3: Like he was listing off like 10 different documentaries he wanted me to watch. He's been to Area 51 and like he's involved with some group that like goes out to the desert and tries to summon them. What's it called, Jen?
7: <laughs> it's is it is it the C five what's, group? What's the name of it. <laughs> so what? what really, Jen, I need a contact I knew number. You would know. Yeah. <laughs> what what Jen has done, or at least she's told us, is she sits in her backyard in the summer in her lawn chair and <laughs> stares up to the sky and tries to use the power of her um unconscious uh, brain <laughs> to connect with the aliens that are out there lurking you gotta here
4: them. You got to call you got to get into you know They're those, here to help their us Their vibration they're she coming to help us they're yeah. coming Nanu, to Nanu Nanu They're worried Nanu, about Nanu. us cuz we're a bunch of idiots down here on <laughs> earth, Nanu, earth. Nanu, Nanu. I know <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's Pritchard really bad. mork
2: <laughs> I do remember that Mork and Mendy show from when I was a kid He was an
4: alien wasn't he you know it's really funny too we uh Tim and I were somewhere Not long ago, and I was wearing my alien shoes and my alien T-shirt, and a young man approached me and was like, oh, dude, I love your outfit. He's like, have you been to Area 51? And I was like, no. And he's like, you got to go. Where was that? Where were we? (laughs) I don't want to reveal. I don't want to out the guy. But he was like... (laughs) he had been there and he says you got to go he says it's crazy when you get a little too close they come out of nowhere and chase you off the property oh that sounds great i'm like, he's like there's something going on out there where there's do we something. sign up i know <laughs> i know so i mean it, it listen, listen some
2: people really believe and some people think that it's just a bunch of bull
3: i mean it's not that i don't believe. It's like, yeah, sure, there's something going on there, but I mean, it doesn't... Until they get here,
1: I'm going to continue living in my present reality. Same. Yeah, exactly. I got you.
3: But I also think
2: it's one thing if you believe, but it's another thing if you believe and you have to talk about it all the time. Like, I'm okay with Jen, you know, believing in her own backyard capabilities, but if that was all she talked about, I would...
1: Well, we don't have to go home with her.
2: Yeah, but but if we did, we probably would still be talking about it. You know, like it's okay, but also not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, are there other passions that you think you two share that would help balance it out, or is there no hope of a second date here,
3: Kimberly? I mean, he's he's pretty all in on that one, so I don't I don't think it, it would work out.
7: So let me ask you this: you? you said that. Uh, Chase said that you were asking a lot of questions, so were you sort of egging this on because it was so out there? Did he feel I mean, like you was... wanted to talk about that?
3: I was just curious because I've never seen someone, you know, go so hard for a subject.
7: Yeah.
1: Yeah. You gotta
2: All
3: commit, right. well,
1: man. We appreciate the explanation. You sound lovely.
5: I'm sorry we couldn't get a match, Chase. This is this is pretty unfortunate to hear. You know, I, I had much higher hopes for things between us, Kimberly, but I guess you're, you're I'm just another non-believer.
1: Well, I don't think or she's a non-believer.
5: Not,
4: a, not, a, you know, not an active Enthusiast. pursuer of, yeah. I mean, have well, you... what
5: I mean, it would be ridiculous to think that there is nothing, right? What I mean is somebody that is more aware of the reality of the situation. Currently, the government is declassifying And making available to the public right now information that our military branches have been holding on to since, yes, back to Roswell, New Mexico. They are called Unexplained Aerial Phenomena, UAPs, and there's a lot of information going out right now. Okay. I know that it seems funny, but honestly, this is something that you all should look into as having on your show. You should honestly have a segment that starts to look into what is being declassified right now. You know, yeah. you you made a joke that when they get here, you know, you'll you'll take it more seriously. Well, they're here, and it is happening
4: right Yeah. Now. Have you when so, you've gone out yeah. when you've gone out into the desert with your group? Have you had an interaction or something you believe to be contact?
5: Uh, I have not. What I have seen is very. Uh, very strong evidence that the government is hiding this information, right? Like, they are guarding things in the desert, and it is very clear that those things pose a threat.
4: In some way, shape, or form. You know, I just want them to know when they come that I'm a friend. (laughs) I pose them no threat, you know? There's part of me that thinks they're coming to get me
1: to take me home. I wish they'd hurry up and get here. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> <laughs> how quick can we get on oh, a flight to wait. phoenix <laughs> you just wait just wait all right best of luck to you, both. Luck <laughs> you both thanks Seriously. for coming on second date up there yeah we appreciate your time
0: this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102
1: off today tim is out till monday so he just got me in fridge today how's it going
2: tim is drunkenly texting me from munich right now i know (laughs) i'm like buddy love you you're on vacay okay chill he
1: can't help himself (laughs) he's posting all over social media it's so
2: funny well i did put up uh two pictures of tim uh one of tim and his leader hosen and one of tim and chris they are just having a blast right now In Munich, uh, Germany, they are at Real Oktoberfest in Munich. And this is funny. He sent me a couple pictures and he and I was like, hey, why don't you send us something? And maybe we could play it on the hot list later since, you know, you're missing from the hot list. And he sent me a picture of him inside the real like the original Hofbräuhaus in Germany. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's super cool. I'm like, that's awesome. A, you're at Oktoberfest. B, you're at Hofbrauhaus. So he goes, do you want to know anything specific? And I wrote, yeah. Do they have German potato salad on the menu? (laughs) Like joking. And he wrote back, no, they don't. But I looked. (laughs) I'm like, what? So funny. Yeah.
1: Well, listen. You know, when Tim goes away, Tim is one of the hardest workers I know, legit. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I mean, the guy, he you know, he's got a lot of side hustles. He just, he can't sit still. And he's one of the hardest workers here in the building, which is great. Oh, totally. You know, I mean, the, the, the dude carries his weight around here. Mm-hmm. No question. So when he gets much-needed time off, you know, you kind of want the guy to disconnect so he doesn't do, get burned yeah. out because this is what happens. He's is near the end. Like, it's always right up to vacation. This guy's about to blow his stack because he just... You know, he needs time off, right? Um, So I love that he's doing this. I love that he's having a good time. I love that he's in Europe. But, but then he's like, he's sending us all this stuff and, you know, for us to use on the show. I'm like,
2: well. Cut the cord, Timmerman. I'm like,
1: I'm happy to do it. I'm, I'm happy to showcase that it. It's compelling content, but yeah. don't feel like you have, you know, these are things right. we can do when you get back. But
2: I'm wondering if he feels like he has to, because I said to him on the air, you have to send us a picture of you from Oktoberfest, you know. But I meant it more of like for us, like our personal enjoyment, not for like radio content. But you now know, I'm putting it up.
1: <laughs> yeah, why not? You'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he sent me some audio. I've not previewed this, I've not listened to it.
2: Well, put, make sure that you're listening for any bombs because he's definitely on the old sauce.
1: Okay. Let's see what he sent us. This is all, this is what we got from Tim. Uh, about an hour ago yeah. from Oktoberfest in Germany.
7: In Munich. Hey, Jeff and Chen, I thought I'd send you a little audio from uh, a check in from Oktoberfest Munich. We're here having lunch. Last night was absolutely crazy. It's like one o'clock here now in the afternoon. We put on our lederhosen hose and we wandered on back for some beer and some lunch. We got a table in one of the giant tents. There are like maybe 15 tents. Each one is the size of probably two football fields, and each one is probably five to 10,000 people. Filled. We're uh, cheersing our beer, but I thought it, uh, we're here with Chris and uh, Carrie and Matt. What, what's your, your initial thoughts on Oktoberfest here in Germany? It's bigger than anything I could have ever imagined, and the beer just hits different here. It's really good. <laughs> well, each each uh, stein is like three of our beers. Yeah, I'm feeling it.
3: Prost. It's amazing <laughs> here. It's beautiful. The tents, you would not believe how big the tents are.
7: Uh, The people are so friendly. The outfits, the music's fantastic. It's just been a blast. Uh, Bigger than I've ever, ever expected. It thought it would be uh, the rides. It's like a big festival. So like, think of the the church festival on the West Side, times a hundred thousand. Like, just some of the rides are probably the equivalent of Kings Island type rides. Uh, and the beer and the food and everything. I asked our waiter. I said, uh, you know, how's it going? How's everything going? He's like, there's a lot of Americans this year. And I said, is that okay? And he's like, we love that. We don't like the Italians. So <laughs> anyway, we're gonna have our lunch. We we ordered. Did anyone order the ox? I
3: did. I did. I can't wait to see what that is.
7: The tent we're in is very famous for their. We're in the spotting tent, uh, but we'll throw it back to you guys. I thought I'd check in since we were uh, coherent. <laughs> Live from Munich, Munich. It's Tim on Q one hundred and two. Donka, Donka, Navita Zane. Yeah, oh, that's great. I'm, I'm glad okay. they're having a good time. So that
2: was an hour ago because now he's just jibber jabbing. Oh, you know, really? Is he funny? still texting? He did. Yeah, more <laughs> pictures. <I> mean, <laughs> God bless him. I love that he's thinking of me.
1: <laughs> yeah. How fun. That's great, though. I mm-hmm. Listen, I get it. Like, when you're, you know, because we love to travel.
2: And you want to share it. Absolutely. Yes.
1: Yeah, I totally. I just, I don't want him feeling pressure like he's got to come Same. up with content yeah. for the job. You know right. what I mean?
2: Because he doesn't. Yeah. But it's really great. But
1: I can't wait to hear all about it, though. Yeah. I've never been to Germany.
2: Mm-mm. He also is in the Czech Republic.
1: I've never been to Prague.
2: Prague. Yeah.
1: I hear it's beautiful.
2: Mm-hmm. I think you went hiking. He put up a, um, a really beautiful hiking video that I shared on our Jeff and Jen Instagram story of just like these gigantic rocks. I mean, huge rock formations. It's pretty cool to check out. That's awesome.
1: Well, he's taking lots of pictures. And how many times a day do you take out your phone to snap a photo?
2: I mean, at least ten to fifteen, right? If not more.
1: Well, maybe when you're on vacation. But do you? Do you take your phone out to take a photo that many times a day just on a regular day, like on a regular average day?
2: Well, for example, like yesterday. So yesterday, I had lunch at Little Miami Brewing Company. So I took one, two, three, four, five pictures while I was there. Of what? Of just, so I took of the food. So here's oh. our delicious. They had this like goat cheese candied pecan goat cheese salad, and then of course I took a picture of that, and I took a picture of our pizza.
1: Now that we had. Is this content for social media, or you just take the pictures to take the picture?
2: Both. So it's both for me because I, um what, like at night when we sit around the dinner table, we kind of like recap our day and say, what did you do? What did you do? And I wanted to show the picture of the pizza and the salad. And then I also got, they have like a Hootay beer there. So I got the Hootay beer. So I was like, I got to take a picture of that and show it to Scott. Wow. But then I also took a picture of us with Sonia yesterday from our best friends club. Oh, yeah, yeah. So right off the rip, before 1230, I had taken... One two one two three four five six pictures. I took zero. I know.
1: <laughs> I don't think I've taken one photo since you asked me Monday for weekend photos. Like, I mean, a
4: whole weekend.
1: So here is part of the routine. I'm going to let you know a little secret here on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Is we walk in on Monday, and one of the first things out of Fritch's mouth is, "I need photos. Any photos you took over the weekend? Send them to me. I'm going to post them because it's it's." It's a form of content for our social media.
2: Yeah, we do these things called, it was an idea I came up with, I think a couple of years ago, just called Weekend Picks. Like, here are some of the fun things we did over the weekend. And it could be your food, or somebody was in town, or you went to a pumpkin patch, little stuff, you know. So
1: you'll post the pictures, and the idea is, hopefully people will post their pictures, yeah. and that's how you get engagement, Correct. and it gets clicks, and yes. it's it's ingenious.
2: And what did you guys do? Oh, and then people put it up.
1: Right. Well, I'm just, uh, I've never been one of those people that has my phone out taking pictures, uh, unless I'm on vacation. I like, occasionally, like you, you know, if I'm at a restaurant, I'm like, oh, my God, that's amazing. i got to share with my friends. But most of the time, I don't think, to. you you yell at me all the time because I forgot to take a pic. I, I was really hanging out with so-and-so, and I forgot to take a photo. because I just, it's just
2: move on. It's,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but the point is, is yeah. it's not on my radar. Right. Yeah. Whereas you just automatically, you're like, Oh, we got to take a pic.
2: Well, I think it would be fun to take a picture of certain things that happen. Like, you know, when my kid's cheering, I'll put that up. Like, oh, we were in Reading at the game, blah, 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 whatever.
1: But I always struggle with like balancing living in the moment versus, hey, I want to remember this forever. So I try to find that happy medium. And part of my challenges is is that given the business I'm in, I should probably be more proactive about taking photos and I'm not.
2: But I also like to remember who I'm with. Or what I did. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, I want to remember, like, oh, my gosh, I got together with Jeff. We had lunch. Here we are.
1: Yes. Click. It's a way of documenting. Yeah. Right, I get your it. life. So they asked people, how often do you take your phone out and snap a photo? And they found that the average, for the average person who who doesn't work in social media, who is not necessarily an influencer, who doesn't work in broadcasting, the average Is is six times a day. And it also found that the average American currently has about, again, this is average. Some may have more, some may have less. Mm -hmm. The average American currently has 2,795 photos saved on their phone.
2: All right. So I put this up, Jeff, as a part of our we were wondering. So I wrote, we were wondering how many pictures do you have on your phone? So if you open up your iPhone and you go to photos, yes. Um, if you go to like just where it says albums etc.
1: Albums In got the it.
2: top left corner, it'll just say recents. Yes. And it'll tell you how many are in your recents. Yes. So how many do you have in your recents?
1: 12,601.
2: You have more than me. Yeah. Isn't that shocking? Well, for some guy that doesn't have to sh- doesn't have much to share, you sure do have got a lot of pictures in there. You know why? Why?
1: It's it's the vacations. Oh, good. Yeah. I, I do take, like you said, when it comes to documenting your life, mm-hmm. uh, those are the things I never want to forget. Right. And so when you talk about, you know, Tim's hike or the rock formations or his, you know, time at Oktoberfest in Munich, I mean, that's that's the kind of stuff I'd be shooting like crazy.
2: Oh, yeah. Just so you could remember all of those moments.
1: Yes, And that is sort of part of living in the moment is, oh, my God, that was so great. I remember that time. I'm kind of that way at concerts. I don't have my phone out the whole time. Yeah. But there are parts of the concert where, hey, I got to document this. This is something I want to remember forever.
2: Do you go back, though, and listen to it? Like, I try to sometimes do, like, a video, and then I figure, like, I'm like, I never go back and listen to, you know, Adele singing in Vegas. I know
1: what you mean by that. (laughs) But in those rare occasions where if you do remember, it Mm -hmm. will, it will take you right back because I'm the same way is I usually don't look back on them until maybe I'm going through my photos or I'm cleaning out my phone and I come across it and then I play it. I'm like, Oh God, that was so great.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you on our, we were wondering, I had a bunch of people like chime in and I got to give a shout out to Carmel Glassmeyer who has 153,058 photos. Wow. Just in her recents. And
1: uh, what is it mostly of? I don't
2: even know. I I can't click on it. I didn't ask what it was of. It just is, she sent like a screenshot of her recents, or Carmel did. I'm not sure if it's a man or woman, I'm sorry. Uh, Took a picture of their recents, and it's 153,058. Oh, that's funny. There's a lot. I mean, I thought I had a lot at 12, but no, people are kicking my butt.
1: So my friend Samantha, who I've known since high school, she put like her Facebook page, for, for whatever reason, she's weirdly... She doesn't like to put photos of herself up anywhere, ever, anytime, but she's got a thousand photos of like flowers and things like she, she will take a lot of nature photos. Mm -hmm. So if you go through her Facebook page, it's mostly that. And then my friend, Laura is really into crafts and like things, you know, things that are handmade and uh, antiques and stuff like that. And that's her passion. Her phone is just like loaded with stuff like that. Um, But that's what always fascinates me is like, what are the things that you take Pictures of the most, you know, maybe it is food. Maybe it is your vacations. Maybe it is landscapes, things like that.
2: Or your kids. I feel like that's what most, like, par- Like I probably have more pictures of my kid than anything.
1: Yep. No question. Uh, most common reasons, people said they take photos because we want to look back on a moment later, of course. Or to take a photo of something unusual or something we've never seen before. Kristen sent me, let's see, I had gone to bed. This is after I went to bed. She sent me a picture of a cute little visitor we had night before last outside of our
2: oh. window. Look at that.
1: It's like a little tree frog.
4: Yeah,
2: I love that. Sectioned right onto the window. Get out of
1: the rain, I guess.
2: That's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, other people to show some something to someone else to post on social media or because there was some kind of cuteness factor so that one's i would imagine is mostly about kids and pets.
2: Oh
1: yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Snap away. Now, I do go through this again, the the 12,000 what did I say? How many pictures did I
2: 12,900
1: say? 12,900 something. In, in my recent I got so 12,601 like that's everything in my iCloud.
2: Oh, it is? Yeah, that's it's not just about, on yeah.
1: my phone. Like, these are actually in my iCloud because when I snap a photo, I worry about, like, my phone getting stolen or hacked or destroyed or whatever. If my phone dies permanently and I can't retrieve those photos. So I'm one of those people that I snap a photo, it automatically goes to the cloud that's so the I can cloud. retrieve it and I can access it from other devices. So that's everything since, I've, since I have got an iPhone.
2: Oh, yeah. See, I don't have Basically. that. Because like my first iPhone, I uploaded all that stuff, I think, to Shutterfly. So I have
1: tons
2: of pictures over there, too. And then this is my other. i. This is like a newer iPhone that has the 12,000. Right.
0: Okay. Uh, quick break here. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
1: Hello, how's life treating you? Pretty good.
6: How about you guys?
1: Oh, pretty good, pretty good. So you got Saturday and Sunday off?
6: Yes, I do.
1: Or do you have to work? <gasps> Ooh, we do too. <laughs>
6: What'd you say?
1: Now that I'm just excited about the weekend. It's Thursday. I know. It's one of those weeks where I don't know how it's been for you, but for us, it's it's been a long week. And <laughs> even Fritch, yeah. Fritz thought yesterday was Thursday, and then you know, yeah, I get know, that, I'm all
3: confused too. Get that
1: disappointing <laughs> news, I know. like, oh no, it's only Wednesday, but. Today's Thursday.
2: Yeah. Even yesterday yeah. on Jeff's, Lake, I read a little sheet out and I was like, did I write down Thursday on your paper? Because I <laughs> feel like I think it's Thursday.
1: Right.
6: You it? Weird. Yep.
1: You got any big plans, Alex? Or you're going to lay low.
6: Oh, uh, no, we got a lot. I've got uh, two young kids. So we're going to a Pumpkin Patch on Saturday. All with right. extended family. My oh. daughter's school has a 5K we're doing. Lots of things. Oh, my so. goodness. Man. Mm. Yes. All right. Well, let's try <laughs> we to win good, you
1: thousand dollars.
6: You
2: can get a couple of nice. pumpkins for a grand. I bet
1: sure can. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So the drill is you can't use same answer more than once. I'm gonna we're gonna give you a letter of the alphabet. It's a random letter of the alphabet that you'll have 30 seconds to answer 10 questions that begin with that letter. Uh, If you do so successfully, you win $1,000. You can't use the same answer more than once. And the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. You will ultimately answer more questions that way. So if you can't think of it off the top of your head, just yell out, pass. And we'll come back to it later. Uh, Today, you've got the letter F, as As in in Frank. As in Frank, yep. All righty. And we got 30 seconds on the clock. I will not start the timer until Fritchie finishes asking the first question
2: all right here we go alex with the letter f tell me somewhere you go to drink on a thursday night florida a movie star fiona apple something red firefighter something green fiat a candy pass something you grow
6: pass a hobby Barting. A book. Friends with benefits. A drink. Uh, Santa. Somewhere hot.
1: Santa. <laughs> sounds good right about now. I love the farting hobby, though. It was yeah. hard to
2: laugh. I was trying to focus so much. It's
1: a little side hustle <laughs> for Alex. Yeah,
2: Remember that girl? No. That girl that put her farts in a jar and then yeah. sent them?
6: That was her yeah, hobby. Yeah, from...
2: 90
6: Day Fiance, or what was she from? She She
2: was was on a TV show, like, and then she went and did that, like, as her side hustle slash hobby.
1: That's so funny. And then her
2: doctor said she had to stop. Yes, because she was eating so much uh, high fiber foods, it was causing disruption in Mm -hmm. her bowel. (laughs) Well, I
3: can promise you that's not going on in my house. This is the first thing
2: that came to mind. I am like so excited that we remembered all the details of that girl's life. Isn't
1: that great? Cool. I love that you referenced Fiona Apple. I love her. <laughs> I
3: don't know
6: if she's an actress, but you know, it's a person. No, I'm a movie star, I, I, well, yeah. maybe she
1: has acted Fred for Astaire, all I know.
6: Could have been a movie yeah. star. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Question yeah. number
1: six something you grow. I was surprised you didn't go for flower.
6: Uh, I know. It's too obvious. It's yeah. all right. Yeah. But that's
1: the thing that everybody <laughs> says is, you know, they think of these things when they're not doing it for mm-hmm. real. And then once they're on the radio, it's like, oh, God, yeah. why am I having a well, mind blank?
2: Yeah, you know yeah. what else is crazy is when that boulder start, starts rolling and coming after you with the sound, you're just like, ah, la, 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 la. Yeah.
1: Yep. Word vomit. Well, I hope you have a fantastic weekend. Say hi to the extended family for us, and we'll do we it will. again next time.
6: Have fun at the pumpkin Thank patch. Thank you. Yep. Oh, we shall. Thanks a lot. Have a good one. Take yeah, it. bye, Alex. Bye.
1: Yeah, Weatherwise well, you might encounter some some damp roads on your way to work if you're not there already. Your chance for downpours and thunderstorms sort of tapers off as the day wears on. We'll
0: see an ultimate high today of 75, and right now it's 62. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.